0: This evening we'll take our text from Saint Mark, the gospel according to Mark, chapter ten, reading verses seventeen through twenty two. And when he was gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good master. What shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. Thou knowest the commandments, Do not commit adultery, Do not kill, do not steal, Do not bear false witness, Defraud not, Honor thy father and mother, And he answered and said unto him, Master, all these I have observed from my youth. Then Jesus, beholding him, loved him, and said unto him, One thing thou lackest, go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, take up your cross and follow me. The event here that Mark writes to us happened about two weeks before Jesus was to be crucified, his death upon the cross, and his burial and his resurrection. The account is recorded both also by Matthew and Luke. And as we look at the two other Gospels, we get a complete picture of who this man was. Matthew tells us that this man was a rich man. He had great possessions. This man, also by Matthew, tells us that he was young. Luke's account, he tells us that he was a ruler ruler of a synagogue, and being a ruler, he possibly possessed a great amount of power. So he was rich, he was young, and he was a ruler. Some of us meet all of those categories, but most of us here today at least meet the young part, at least young at heart. So you would look at this young man, and you would think, what an impressive young man. I mean, he, so far, the Bible tells us that things are looking up for him. He possessed a lot of things. The world would look at him, and they would tell him that he had it all. This is the ultimate fulfillment of life, to be young, to be rich, and to have power. You know, to be young is a wonderful thing. As I just got up right there, both my knees popped. So uh, it's good to be young. Take advantage of your youth. It's good to be rich. There's, uh, here we'll see in this text that Jesus really is riches. It's because he loved these riches. There's nothing wrong with having money, and he was powerful. Again, what an impressive young man. He possessed all these things. We're further told here that this young man had an urgent need. The Bible tells us that he didn't just walk to Jesus, but the Bible tells us that he ran to Jesus. It's uh, The only running I ever do is if I need to run for my life. Um, I'd rather walk. But this man, this urgent need that was in his life, it makes makes a point there to tell him that he came to running to Jesus. There's a, a need in his life that he wanted to take care of. And the Bible tells us that he came to Jesus, and again in public, publicly he knelt before Jesus and he had a question that he wanted to ask Jesus and this question that he asked Jesus we all need an answer for in our own lives and this uh, question that he had for Jesus is what must I do to inherit eternal life That's a question that we need to settle in our hearts and in our lives.
1: And he wanted to
0: know. He wanted to settle it for once and for all. What must I do? I need to know, Lord. What must I do to inherit eternal life? I want some kind of guarantee. I want to know that this is taken care of. You know, it's impressive that this young man wanted to know that when he was young. A lot of people wait a a long time in their life before they want to find out the answer to this question. He was young and he wanted to know. The the other thing is uh, the, the fact that he came to the right source. He came to Jesus. Jesus is the source for eternal life. We're not told how much he knew or what he's heard about the Lord, but I'm sure that he heard enough that he wanted to ask him this question, Lord, what must I do to inherit eternal life? It says there that this man wanted to do something. No doubt, being rich, he he knew a couple things. One thing that he knew for sure is to do something. And then the other thing that he must have known is... uh, what an inheritance entailed. He knew all about inheritance. He was rich and he was young. And Jesus proceeded to answer his question. You know, Jesus is faithful to answer our question when we come to him open and honest in a sincere way. Not everybody came to Jesus asking him sincere questions, but this young man did. He really needed to know. And he came to the Lord. And and Jesus always responds. When you come to him, he'll always respond to you. He will not leave you hanging. He'll give you an answer. And sure enough, this man, Jesus began to answer his question. And he said, well, he answered it by giving him the last portion of the law that was given to Moses for the children of Israel. And he told him, do not commit adultery. Do not kill, do not steal, do not false, bear witness, defraud not, and honor thy father and mother. And again, here's another impressive thing about this man. He said, All these things, Lord, I've done from my youth. Pretty impressive. He kept the law. And based on all these things, somebody would look at him and say that this young man, if any young man, this young man, based on the world's point of view, this young man is going to make it to heaven. Based on where we're at in this account, this young man is guaranteed to make it to heaven. He's done all these things. But yet, Jesus tells us as he goes on in verse 21, and then Jesus beholding him, he loved him. Jesus loves you. He really does. He loves me. And he loved this young man. You can just picture Jesus looking at him and loving on him. And then he told him, one thing thou lackest. Whatsoever thou hast, you notice he doesn't say sell to the poor what you have, but sell whatever you have and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and take up your cross and follow me. You know, if you're not saved here tonight, and you need that answer, what must I do to inherit One thing that you lack. And, and, and this one thing is between you and God. God knows what it is, and most likely you know what hinders you. You don't know that one thing in your life that is hindering you from being saved. And being saved tonight. I'm sure you're you're thinking about it. If you're not saved here tonight, you're thinking about it right now. What must I do to inherit eternal life? One thing you lack. What is that one thing? And and for this young man, that one thing, he, he really loved his riches. Jesus pointed right down to where he was at. The master passion of his life was his riches. The one thing that he lived for is his riches. The one thing that he could not live without was his riches. The one thing that Jesus called after him is his riches. It's the thing that he spent the most amount of time on. It's what he woke up and and went to bed thinking about. It's what consumed him. It's who he was. Everything that he could do and everything he could think was these riches. And Jesus said, this one thing you lack, this is one thing that is in your way and you need to get it out of your way. This is one thing that you need to take care of if you want to inherit eternal life. The Bible tells us that this young man went away sorrowful. He was grieved. You know, to receive from the Lord, the Lord's going to put his fingers on certain things in your life. If you want to go deeper with God, if you want more from God, there's certain things that God is going to put his finger on. Maybe you're saved and you need to be sanctified. You know, the Lord will call certain things, certain consecrations out of your life put his finger on certain things, and and he would say to you, how about this one thing? How about that one thing? Are you willing to give it up? Are you willing to yield it to God, to surrender it to God? You know, if if we're going to progress, if we're going to grow, if we're going to take the next steps in the gospel, we need to be willing there isn't one thing that God is asking us that we're not willing to give him. This young man, the Bible says, he went away sorrowful. He didn't have to go away sorrowful. You don't have to go away tonight sorrowful. You don't have to go away tonight grieved. God is here. And he's speaking to you, and he's speaking to me. And he's saying, will you surrender that one thing? Would you let one thing hinder you from having eternal life? It could be just one thing. And if if you don't repent of it, and if you don't surrender, it will be one thing that will keep you out of eternal heaven. And, And I believe that nothing, the Bible teaches that nothing is worth missing eternal life and inheriting heaven as our home. You notice the the Lord's demands didn't change after this man started walking away. The Lord didn't say, hey, wait a minute. Maybe if you go and sell half of the things, maybe if you sell a little bit of the things, maybe then you can come and follow me. No, he didn't do that. It's going to take everything. You cannot hold on to anything in your life that God is asking for and think that you're going to inherit eternal life. It's going to take everything. And you know, when, when you give everything to God, what a difference He makes. He will save you. If you're saved here, you, you might say, well, I have a lot more than one thing. It's alright with the You can have all the sin, and, and, and if you repent of it tonight, the Lord will forgive you. It can be anything. His mercy is extended out to you. He loved this young man. No doubt it broke the Lord's heart when he went away sorrowful, but the demand didn't change. If we're going to receive more from God, maybe you're seeking your baptism and the Lord's putting His finger on certain things in your life. Are you willing to give it to Him? Are you willing to say, Lord, anything, whatever it takes, even if my will, I give over to You, Lord. I, I need it and I want it. That power in my life, and we need it in our lives. We need it in our lives. Are you willing to say, Lord, I'm going to give it to you? Maybe he's calling you. A deeper consecration to the service of God. And maybe you have been willing to say, yes, Lord, I'll do it. If you do tonight, the Lord see, will see that. And he will answer your prayer. He will fill you with these Holy Ghost and with these power. He will not withhold anything from you. How different this account would have been if this young man would have said, "Yes, Lord, I'm willing. I will go and sell everything and give to the poor." You notice the Lord didn't want his money. The Lord didn't say. You go sell and give, and that would be good enough. No, the Lord wanted him. He said, come. You come. You go sell, and you come, and you follow me. More than anything, the Lord wants us to follow him. He wants you and I to be a disciple of him. What has the Lord been putting His finger on in your life? What is the one thing that you lack in your life and God is speaking to you about? You know what it is. Oh, just say yes to God tonight. Just say, Lord, I'm going to come. You can have it. I am going to go and do it and I am going to follow. And see what God will do for you. See how God will answer your prayer tonight. He will go before you. He would not withhold anything that is good from you. He loves you. He wants to answer your prayer tonight. if you're not saved, what an opportunity. You know, this young man missed his opportunity. He, the Bible doesn't tell us what happened to this young man. But we know one thing. You walked away sorrowful. You don't have to walk out of this building sorrowful. You can walk out of this building rejoicing with victory in your life. You can walk out of this building with God's promises for you in your life. Will you do it? Will you say, Lord, if the answer is yes, that one thing I'm willing to give you, that one thing, Lord, I'm willing to yield to You, to surrender to You. I want to be used by You, Lord. I need Your power in my life. Well, the Lord will do it. You know, I, every time I walk into this building, I can't help but think of all the things that I've experienced here. Think of all the experiences that I personally, I know everybody here just about, can say the same thing. That the, the experiences that I've experienced, it's not the building. But we know that this building's been set aside for God's Spirit to come and dwell in. Right down here is where the Lord baptized me. This is where the Lord has healed me. He's given me re in this place. He's been near to me in this place. God answers prayer here in this place. Yield to God. That one thing, say, Lord, you can have it tonight and see what God will do. We're going to sing a song of invitation, but don't sing. Come down and seek the Lord tonight.